This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Now, my co-hosts, uh, my, norm, my regular co-hosts, Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn, are not here today, but we're going to be welcoming a special co-host, F.P. Santangelo, who is a producer and broadcaster. F.P. Santangelo Jr., excuse me. Uh, F.P., welcome to Sports Econ 101. Edward, thanks for having me on. I'm really happy to be here. And yeah, that other F.P. Santangelo, that guy is doing a broadcast somewhere in Washington, D.C. probably. Yeah, maybe some kind of relation somewhere. Yeah. There. All right. So now you've done a lot of good research. you got a lot of good stuff to cover. Uh, we're going to take um, a break here in just a minute. Let's just tease the audience a little bit about the types of subjects uh, the topics we're going to cover. We'll go to break, and when we come back, we'll get we'll dive in deep. So you've got uh, something about LeBron and Anthony Davis. Something about the jerseys. Yeah, there's a big thing going on with the jersey numbers here, and I think it's kind of a weird move, but we'll get into it in a second. And then we have some other things to talk about, including some baseball games playing in London, and we have mm-hmm. something to go with uh, college sports and a certain bill that's going to be passed in the likeness of athletes. So I'm very excited to get into all those topics with you. Exactly. And that gets into, uh, if I remember correctly, Ed O'Bannon, which we covered this a couple of years ago, um, and it kind of didn't go anywhere. So now it would be more exciting to get into it now. All right. So uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5%. In fact, last... um, uh, last month, it actually yielded 7.75%. Not bad. All right. doesn't get any more conservative than that. Uh, they're secured by real estate, mostly in California. you got to check them out at uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com. A couple other things we'll get into is uh, the World Cup and a few other things. Let's see. We get, uh, the, the interesting thing about the baseball that you mentioned was it reminds me of the barnstorming years, Babe Ruth and... Um, uh, Luke Eric, I believe, did mm-hmm. it. And then Mo Berg. And people were wondering, who is Mo Berg? Well, he happened to be a spy and because uh, he was just an average catcher. So he ended up doing pre-spying, I guess you'd call it, for uh, world before we got into World War II. Very, very interesting. In fact, they just came out with a movie out of that. All right. Well, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. This is Mark Hoff, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? 
Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at pacificprivatemoney.com. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Hey, I'm Hall of Fame catcher Johnny Bench. I used to hit dingers and throw lasers when I was a Major League Baseball player. Now I do yard work, raise my boys, and get the occasional 18 holes in, but I still have to deal with that Hall of Fame pain. I use Blue Emu pain relief products. The Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis or Continuous Spray are easy to use. I just spray or rub it on. No stinging or burning. Blue Emu. It works fast and you won't stink. Available at nationwide retailers. Give your vehicle a spot-free shine with Turtle Wax Ice Wash and Wax. On sale now at O'Reilly Auto Parts for just $4.99. That's a 50% savings. For an unbeatable shine, just wash, rinse, and dry with Turtle Wax Ice Wash and Wax. Just $4.99 at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Take a step toward updating your home with exclusive life-proof vinyl plank flooring from The Home Depot, starting at just $2.99 a square foot. It locks together for easy installation. It's waterproof, scratch-resistant, and comes in a variety of trendy styles with over 40 colors to choose from. That's a step in the right direction. Today is the day for doing with life-proof vinyl plank flooring starting at just $2.99 a square foot. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. See store for details. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with our special co-host, F.P. Santangelo Jr. Uh, so, F.P., uh, let, first, let's first talk about the LeBron James. Uh, apparently, what, he's giving Anthony Davis his number 23? Yeah, so he's giving Anthony Davis his number 23 jersey. So, Anthony Davis, if you or out of the loop, got traded from the New Orleans Pelicans over yep. to the Lakers. And Anthony Davis has worn his jerseys for seven years in his NBA career, so... I don't know if this is a move of, uh, hey, Anthony Davis, I'm a good t- teammate. I want you to come over here. I'm going to give you your jersey, and I'll go back to my number six that I had back in Miami. Yeah. And LeBron James, of course, wore his number six, and everybody actually speculates, and they get into big debates. Well, is number 23 the best LeBron James, or is number six the, uh. the best LeBron James? So we're going to get to see that, it looks like. But uh, 
I want to ask you, Edward, from a business standpoint and yeah. jersey sales, how do you think this really impacts uh, a jersey sales from a fan standpoint? Because if I'm a fan and I just bought a LeBron James jersey, it's number 23, and now i got to go out next year and get a number 23 Anthony Davis jersey and a number tw- six. 6 jersey now with a LeBron James on the back of it, it's like, ah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. You know, I, I don't think that... I mean, if I'm okay, if I'm a LeBron fan, I'm not going to go out. Especially if he stays with the Lakers, I'm not going to go out and buy another number six. I mean, I know. Remember, Kobe Bryant had 24, and he also had eight. And I guess some people did. I guess it depends on how many years left. But I'm thinking, what LeBron's got? What maybe two years left? It depends. I don't think he's going to be. I don't think. The, I don't think the sales on that were, are going to go. I think maybe the sales for. Anthony Davis, 23. And, you know, you as a fan, you're going to only wear one shirt at a time, so it doesn't really matter, right? You're not going to wear both of them. Um, of course, didn't – I'm trying to think of uh, – wasn't it um, uh, Steph Curry's dad, Dell? He wore a shirt that had half of the Trailblazers and half the Warriors. I think so. Right, or maybe uh, or Curry's mom. Or Somebody mom, did yeah. in the Curry family. But I remember that specifically, yes. That was kind of fun. In fact – when I got married in 1989 was the Bay Bridge series for baseball, and they had half Giants and half A's. And it was kind of cool, a little novelty on that. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine the number six Lakers, Braun, LeBron one, unless people don't have a, sh- a shirt to begin with. Well, it's already one of the top-selling jerseys in the NBA because, you know, LeBron James last year made the switch from the Cleveland Cavaliers over yeah. to the Lakers. So that was the hottest thing off the press. So now... Everybody who went and gotten that jersey in yeah. Southern California and any LeBron James fan around the world, and now you have to go. Okay, well, if I'm a real LeBron James fan, I got to get the number six now. <laughs> and now, <laughs> well, what about me? Do, do you remember when he went from Cleveland to Miami? A lot oh, of people yes. burned, burned it. it. Yeah, and they're probably going. Wish I didn't do that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, what are you going to do with this jersey? Uh, this is the bad year LeBron jersey because they didn't oh, make the playoffs true. this year with yeah. the twenty three. Oh, that's a good point. So maybe, there's just a lot of different angles you could go with this. Maybe they'll just uh, he'll the fans will go back to wearing the Cleveland one. Exactly. <laughs> so I looked into uh, information uh, in regards to the collective bargaining agreement with uh, the National Basketball Association and how yeah. jersey sales work with players. Ah, okay. So do players get the money from their jersey sales, or is it equalized and spread out throughout all players in the NBA? And unfortunately, if you go and you read the collective bargaining agreement, it won't say specifically what happens, but the players do get paid no matter what for their jersey sales. Just the specified amount is not really verified. And it actually has to do with salary cap, too, a little bit, and does impact Ah, the salary cap. Okay. So what I'm hearing then is not necessarily that they get all, they don't get 100% of the sale. Oh, absolutely not. It's going to be, if they do, it's going to be a small chunk. But if they don't, then it's going to be equalized throughout. All players will get uh, some sort of uh, uh, money from a money pool that's garnered from these. But that sales. doesn't make to me. That doesn't make sense. If I'm you know low man on the totem pole uh, uh, who hardly plays, you know, let's say I'm trying to think. Let's say on the Warriors, uh, uh, Damian Jones, who was who was hurt part of the year. You're telling me that he's going to benefit when LeBron James sells a, a jersey? Well, if you have a strong union, they're all trying to look out for each other. So I can imagine something okay. like that could happen, and yeah. maybe the likeness, which we'll get to with <laughs> a college. little bit yeah, with yeah, the yeah. colleges a yeah. little bit later. So I think that's kind of all thrown in with the pool because you know you have the NBA 2K whatever. It's a different game every year that comes out for the Xbox oh, yeah, yeah. or the PlayStation, and you, you use your likeness there. So it, it's all garnered together into this big pool, and I think they just divvy that out. But with specific jersey sales, it's unspecified and it's not public information. Yeah, I got to think that the 
players, let's say the players' union, they're going to take a small part that goes into the pool. You got to think that, let's say, LeBron's going to get, forgetting the salary cap for just a minute, the, the guy whose jersey sells the most. I mean, he's got to get a big chunk of that. I would I'd hope th- so. I would think so, yeah. I would hope so be because surprised. you're putting the whole NBA on your back if that's the case. And then you'd be like, oh, yeah. that's not fair. These jersey sales here. I know yeah. the teams, though, get more of a percentage for a Lakers jersey sold than the rest of the NBA. Okay, so. I mean, and, that's, and that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, that totally makes sense. Um, okay, uh, so we don't know exactly how many uh, uh, jerseys will be sold. Though I guess time will tell. And for all we know, there's already jerseys being sold. Like, yeah. Like that in the in the blink of eye. In fact, uh, this was announced uh, earlier in the week, and if not a week ago, and I already saw a couple pictures with LeBron James wearing the number six with the Lakers uniform. Uh, you know, it's funny. I wonder how often like somebody uh, makes an announcement and then things get changed, and it's like, wait a minute, I already bought the the shirt, right? Uh, yeah, I, it's got. I'm trying to think of who. Who was it? That, oh, I know. Was it DeAndre Jordan? I'll tell you. One of the, the the number one made uh, custom jersey was ahead of the NBA draft was a Zion Williamson Knicks jersey, number one. Wow. And a lot of fans are wearing an egg on their face, including some tattoos, by the way, which, yeah. <laughs> which is that's, that's a, a whole other story. Yeah. But when you go that far and you're trying to predict the future with something like the NBA lottery of all things, it's a lottery. So you're not going to know if you're yeah, going to get them or not. You just not. get more balls in the hopper. But exactly. Um, but you know what? Though for fun, well, <laughs> if I'm a Knicks fan, I'll just go ahead and wear it. Wear it anyway. Yeah. Remember <laughs> that one time we thought we were going to get that guy? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I know people kind of kind of look at it and go, "Wait a minute, that doesn't make sense." You know the joke about the the, the Knicks tickets. You know that they were about how bad they were. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, they used to have the jokes at Oracle Arena too back in the day and we saw how that turned around, yeah. but it's a different ownership group. It's a little different, but the uh, the joke the one specific joke I remember is uh you know, my car got broken in and I had two Knicks tickets on the dashboard and uh they broke the glass and when I came back there were four Knicks tickets. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great That's one. That's an old one there. That's All fantastic. Right. Uh moving on, uh go ahead because we got a couple of minutes before a break. Uh, Yanks Red Sox taking the rivalry to London in 2019. Uh, you've got here a note that says uh, it's the first regular season game in Europe uh, will take place next June. Uh, so wait a minute here. Okay, go go ahead. Uh, make your point. On, <laughs> make your point on this because I, I think I read that wrong. Go ahead. So this is actually happening last week. Okay. And what happened last week was the Yankees and Red Sox are playing uh, in London. Uh, in London Stadium, which has a capacity of 55,000 people. So this is kind of the first time uh, a very uh, soccer central city such as yeah. London, and they play cricket too, yep. get to see the sport of baseball and the two most historic franchises. So it's a, a very interesting uh, a move and ploy by Major League Baseball. And you know what? There's a lot of fans, and I think we'll get into this next segment, yeah. how uh, a season ticket holder that's been a season ticket holder for 50 years, maybe their entire life, uh, is going to miss out on one of the most prominent series in well, the sport. Well, it's only the Yankees-Boston, right? Yeah, it's I only mean, the Red on. Sox-Yankees. Yeah. Those guys love each other. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's not a, that's not a big rivalry. And then also, uh, Tampa Bay is looking potentially to go to Montreal. Oh, that's another story, too. That's yeah. something incredibly out there. And uh, there's more of a, a, a story behind that story, too, I think we should get into next Yeah, segment. absolutely. Um, yeah, in fact, I remember you know Montreal moving with to the Nationals. Yeah, right? so they went from Puerto Rico first, and then from Puerto Rico, because they, they still have the Montreal franchise, okay. from Puerto Rico to Washington, D.C. And that's when they yeah. stayed there, for now they're the Washington Nationals. Very good. All right, so we're going to cut to our first trivia question, uh, commercial break here. Which pitcher holds the record for most complete games 
in a major league baseball career. Uh, email edward at sportsecon101.com. We'll see you know, if you know the answer to this question. In fact, FP, don't say the answer yet, but do you think you know? Uh, which pitcher holds the record for most complete games in an MLB career? I think I do. You think you do? Okay. That'll be That'll be good. Well, you come from a baseball family, so uh, we'll see if that. Uh, if we'll see if you know the answer to that question. All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Ecom 101. We're gonna be right back. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. 
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. But that's a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, question number one was, what, what pitcher holds the record for most complete games in an, an MLB career? Oh, you want me to guess yeah, it? now you can guess Well, it. I'm going to say Nolan Ryan. No. Ooh. You got to go back in time for this Sandy one. Sandy Koufax. You have to go back. Even farther than Even that? Even further. I was going to say uh, Cy Young? Yes. That's okay. right. Cy Young. 749 complete games over the course of his 22-year career. You know, it's funny. People talk about, you know, unbreakable records. I think that that one and 511 wins. I mean, think about it. To to you'd have to a twenty game winner now is almost unheard of, right? Twenty five is almost really for sure. You'd have to do that for 20, 20 straight years. Yeah, it will never happen again, especially with bullpenning now. That's it, and specialized pitchers and all that. But seven hundred forty nine complete games. I mean, a lot of times these guys would pitch a double header. They pitch a double header. They throw yeah. two hundred pitches. It was insane. I think yeah. I saw a stat on the college baseball uh, World Series broadcast. They, uh-huh. they had an old University of Michigan pitcher there who. Pitched a doubleheader the same day through somewhere between 300 and 350 pitches, and uh, they showed his face, and he looked disgusted at these <laughs> pitchers today. Pitcher like, oh, you're only out after 90 pitches? You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, but the thing He's is, I mean, how, was, how was his arm the next uh, couple of days? I don't think he, I didn't actually see his arm, so it might have fallen off. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. There was I heard some weird statistic in Japan, not statistic, but it was like there was some game went on for like, 28 innings or something, and the guy pitched like 900 pitches. Wow. And he kept him in the whole time. Yeah, it's really it's really crazy. crazy. Over in Japan, you know, typically a high school team here in the U.S. will have three or four starters on a high school team, okay. maybe three. Yeah, They only have one or two. And they send out the same guy or the same two guys for every single series, and that's it in high school. And they actually only believe in one or two starting pitchers, and you better pitch the entire game too. So it's a very, very limited how, roster. How many games do they play? About I, the same, or I think they play more games than a high school. See, game. that's the thing is, you know, I don't know. I look at that and I say, you know, these kids at seventeen, eighteen years old. I mean, their arms are not mature enough, and so you get, you know, it, uh, to get these pitchers now from Japan who can pitch in the major leagues is kind of a rarity. Because they, I'll bet I'd like to see the statistic of how many of these guys throw out their arm. Oh, a lot of them do, and it just has to do with repetitions. It has to do with that's sliders it. being thrown more yeah. than ever, too, and just a lot of torque on that arm and elbow. That's it. And uh, I remember when people used to throw curves and and uh, slide us. Uh, well, hardly anyone threw a screwball, but man, that is a very unnatural uh, uh, motion. Uh, so continuing on with your your Yanks Red Sox over in London. Go ahead, you. Uh, you wanted to mention about, uh, like, how much are the ticket prices? So the average ticket price is 250 pounds in U.S. dollars and freedom yeah. dollars, as we like to say it sometimes <laughs> here. $320. So $300, uh, $320, rather, is the average ticket price, and they go as low as 30 pounds. So I'd imagine that would be around 50 bucks. That's still pretty expensive, especially for 55000 well, assuming that they're going to pack it out. Exactly. And if you... Look at the, the, the ticket sales and how they were. They were having trouble selling these tickets because nobody really knew what baseball was. And the cricket is such a <laughs> beloved sport over there yeah. in the U.K. and in England that they're like, baseball? Okay, well, this is kind of the American version of cricket. We don't really know what it's about. We well, don't know the rules. But they understand football, and, that's, and that's, a, that's a little bit like rugby. I mean, sort of. That's true. But the NFL did a really, really great job of really implementing the game over there and have had many, many ah. different games over there okay. to really expand the sport. And they have a lot of broad broadcasts too that come from the u.s 
Not so much baseball, though. And if you look at a lot of UK baseball accounts, they're always searching online and maybe illegally streaming these games so that way they ah. can get their baseball fixed. But okay. a lot of people don't know the sport. So Robert Manfred and Major League Baseball are having so- trouble selling these tickets. Okay. Um, I don't know if these are the these are the reported prices, but they might have fallen during game oh, time. Yeah, I would, I would imagine that they did. Uh, and it's funny, I've never seen a cricket match. I know they can go on for days, but is it, uh, like, would would people from London look at baseball as like, this is boring because it's just too much people standing around? Yeah, so uh, I, I'm really outkicking my coverage here, so I don't really know yeah, don't with know cricket. But I know that the fanfare is really huge in yeah. cricket, and I've watched a lot of videos online about how they really get into it with costumes and the day drinking, and it's an all-day yeah. event. Well, with, speaking of the drinking, mm-hmm. this is what I had heard, that, you know, uh, Foster's, the, the huge cans yes. of Foster's? The reason that those cans, this is the story I heard. Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but it makes for a good story. Apparently, the reason those cans are so large is the rule was you could bring a six-pack with you, but they didn't mention how big the six-pack had to be. So, Interesting. So people would bring six-pack of Fosters, and they'd be set for the day. That's a great way to yeah. get around things. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to mention? Oh, you mentioned also about how there was a lot of fans who were kind of upset. Yeah, so if you don't know and are familiar with East Coast sports, especially in baseball, it's religion over there, especially up in the Northeast. And you have to wait almost an entire lifetime to get a bid to maybe buy these season tickets for a particular season. And then once you you do buy it and you are in it, you... Keep Continued. on continuing to buy it, but, and you're but next how up. how many season ticket holders or how many season tickets do they sell? So they they sell more those two franchises more than anybody in Major League Baseball. I don't have okay. the exact yeah, numbers, oh, okay. but I do have the pricing range that it typically is. And I'm looking here for about a mid level seat. It's three thousand dollars a year if you want to go all out for the Yankees. And yeah. this is the Yankees stats right here: twenty one thousand dollars a year if you want to get the prime tickets right by home plate. So that's pretty much your 81 games. Exactly, for 81 games. And if you look at the Boston Red Sox seating plan, their, for the most expensive, is $6,000. And it goes all the way down, and their cheapest season tickets are $2,758. So if I'm a fan and I'm paying all this money to watch my favorite team possibly beat my most hated team, I don't want them to go to London. I want them to be here in my market, and I want to see them play i yeah. want to see aaron judge and i want to see him facing a chris sale uh-huh. and if i'm not going to be able to get that well then i'm going to be a little upset especially if i'm paying all this money so originally when this was announced and i think it was announced earlier this off season okay there's some outcry there i mean the, the radio stations out there in the northeast were like you got to be kidding me robert manfred no one's going to play baseball over there in the uk what are you trying to do expand this game yeah. Why don't you go to Japan, which they did earlier in this year with okay. the Mariners and, and A's. A's yeah. Why don't you go to uh, Taiwan? Why don't you go to South Korea? Yeah. They love baseball there. Mm-hmm. Venezuela, Puerto Rico. Well, they're trying to introduce it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And they already did go to Mexico City, too. Yes, I, I believe that. that was the Astros and the Reds. Yeah. I could be wrong. I know the Astros, Astros were there for were there, sure. Yeah. But they're, they're trying to do this initiative where they're spreading it around the world. They're trying to compete with the NBA, and they're trying to compete with the NFL and uh, oh. I don't know if they're going the right way about it because I think that the way the NFL implemented it was really good. They brought two really no-name teams that uh, two markets were going to be too unhappy about. They yeah. brought them to the U.K., and they played a football game there, and you know it, they gradually grew interest until you had two big market teams there. We're like, well, you know what? We've been going every year. This is awesome. I'm starting uh, to watch it. it was, and, and then it, now you're not angering the fans back at home either. Yeah, who was it? Was it Tennessee and 
and uh, Jacksonville or something like that. I, I'm trying to remember which teams. Played. Yes, last year. It was. Last year, yeah. Yes, Th- yeah. It's actually smart. I, I'll bet man for. Uh, I'll bet baseball is looking at it as more of a, a fear of missing out. Like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, the NBA did it and football did it. I mean, how can we be left out? Exactly. How can we not go to the UK and play yeah. a game? Now the thing is, do they take? Well, with football, they, did they take all? Was it 55 or 60 players? Oh, yes. They take all the personnel. They take all the training wow. staff. They take the broadcast teams. It's, it's a big Baseball's event. 25 people, right? Or 25 of the, of the players, so it's not as much. Exactly. And another big story, too, with this, I don't know if you saw this, but this made the rounds on Twitter, was the luxurious plane that the Red Sox took. I think it was a, somewhere between a 30 and $50 million plane that was just, to a T, gorgeous. It looked like Air Force One. And they had bars everywhere. They had catered <laughs> food. And everybody was dressed up to the T for a, a, I think it was like a 10-hour flight or something like that from, yeah, that's from Boston. About, that's about right. I don't know. I don't yeah, travel about, to Europe, well, so. uh, It's about eight hours from New York. Boston's probably not too much different, so it's about eight hours. So they were they just chartered the plane? Yeah, so the Red Sox just went all out. They got this specific plane for a very long plane ride, probably to influence, too. They maybe got some help from Major League Baseball, like, hey, guys, it's pretty cool. This. It's yeah. pretty cool to go on these planes and go play over here. So when they take a, an airplane from uh, Boston to, let's say, Oakland, because that's going to be about the furthest uh, west, mm-hmm. what kind of plane are they using? So they usually take a, a specialized charter plane that still has seats. It's very nice. Uh, okay. In the back is for the media, typically, and those yeah. are. it's kind of more normal looking. It's more economic that way. But in the front, uh, it's first class. It's very nice. You can go to sleep. And it really yeah. varies from organization to organization. And that actually plays a huge factor, in fact, with uh, signing for free agents. So do you want to be on the uh, Oakland A's? Yeah, that, I was going to say that, that. They really cut some corners there, and they'll take normal planes. They're, they're still taking uh, stagecoaches with the A's. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the Tampa Bay Rays, too. Do you really want to yeah. sign a long-term deal there and deal with that? Or do you want to be catered to a T like the Red Sox or maybe the Houston Astros or maybe even yeah. the San Francisco Giants who have a big market? That's a, you know, that's a good point. I didn't really think too much about that, that, you know, all these little fringe benefits that you say, listen, if I'm going to play for your team, I mean, I want X, Y, and Z, and one of them would be to make sure that I'm, I'm you know, in, in comfort, let's say. Oh, exactly. And we could get into the detail another show about uh, what's in contracts, yeah. such as a suite. Like oh, yeah. the, some people put in their contracts, hey, I want a penthouse and a suite in every single road trip. I there play. you go. And then also all the taxes you have to pay in every city. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other thing. Yep. Okay. Second trivia question. Who was the only person in NBA history to be named most valuable player, coach of the year, and executive of the year? All right. So the one player was the only one who got all three of those. Most valuable player, coach of the year, and executive of the year. Obviously not in the same year. He wouldn't be executive and playing at the same time. All right. Email edward at sportsecom101.com. See if you know the answer to that question. Again, one more time. Who was the only person in NBA history to be named most valuable player, coach of the year, and executive of the year? Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101 with Edward Brown and F.P. Santangelo Jr. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? 
Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at pacificprivatemoney.com. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Hey, I'm Hall of Fame catcher Johnny Bench. I used to hit dingers and throw lasers when I was a Major League Baseball player. Now I do yard work, raise my boys, and get the occasional 18 holes in, but I still have to deal with that Hall of Fame pain. I use Blue Emu pain relief products. The Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis or Continuous Spray are easy to use. I just spray or rub it on. No stinging or burning. Blue Emu. It works fast and you won't stink. Available at nationwide retailers. Take a step toward updating your home with exclusive life-proof vinyl plank flooring from The Home Depot. Starting at just $2.99 a square foot. It locks together for easy installation. It's waterproof, scratch-resistant, and comes in a variety of trendy styles with over 40 colors to choose from. That's a step in the right direction. Today is the day for doing with life-proof vinyl plank flooring starting at just $2.99 a square foot. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. See store for details. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. Both uh, Bruce and Vern are off today. Uh, second trivia question, who was the only person in NBA history to be named Most Valuable Player, Coach of the Year, and Executive of the Year? I'm looking at you like a deer in headlights because <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, Larry Bird. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. He he did it all. Okay, uh, let's go right back into baseball because you've got some good stuff you want to talk about. Yeah, so there's this article circulating around the baseball circle, and it's very interesting because this uh, really impacts all sports, and it's going to make you think differently about every single sport. So there's this article circling in The Athletic called, Yes, the Baseball is Different. Again, an astrophysicist examines this year's baseball and breaks down the changes. It's by Dr. Meredith Wills. Fantastic person, had a chance to meet here to talk about this. And basically, in this long dissertation, this long research page, it says that the baseballs are juice. Yes, finally. In the face of Major League Baseball, hey, Robert Manfred, you said the baseballs weren't juice. We didn't know what was going on. 
This is how they're juiced. Okay. And basically, uh, if you're not a baseball savant, we'll just break okay. it down really quick. The ba- sure. ball is rounder than ever because of the laces and the smoothness of the leather. So basically, mm. it cuts through the air like a bullet, and it'll keep on carrying and carrying and carrying. And that's why sometimes you'll be at the yard or maybe you'll watch on TV and It'll look like a fly ball and it's out. And you're like, oh, my goodness, are these guys really just this strong or is it yeah. baseball? Well, for the first time, the deviation between the tw- 2019 baseball and the 2018 baseball is very significant. It's very different. Now, would you actually say that they're, quote, juiced or they're just being made a little different? Or is that just a matter of semantics? You know what I mean? So it goes in depth in this article by Dr. Meredith Wills. And please check it out on The Athletic. And it goes into uh, the processes of how the baseballs are made and what could have happened and how this probably happened. Okay. So they have processes, very, very, very stingent processes of how baseballs are made. So that way the variation isn't too dissimilar. Sure. And it goes in depth in this article, too. Like back in the 80s, baseballs were different. You would have a dead baseball, then you'd have a live one because they were just made differently. And maybe somebody just placed the the little cork center yeah. up just a little off to the right wow or, or purposely or, or no just you know just just, just a manufacturer process yeah. and not not like deflate gate Go no ahead. nothing okay. like that but what what's what's interesting is the baseballs are being more consistently made more than ever so there's not okay. any variance there's no dead ball there's no live ball and the, the the most interesting fact is that the the process is trying to be refined more and more every year and somehow she found evidence that the baseballs, instead of being left out to dry outside, are being air-dried really fast. So the hot air is being influenced on these baseballs. So the seams actually sink into the baseball. They don't protrude or pop out like you're used oh, to. Oh, gotcha. So if you're a kid that ever played yeah. baseball and you could grab the seams yeah. to throw it, you're like, okay, you know, I, can, I got something to grip on and throw. Well, these are actually inside the baseball, and they've actually shown that there's a, a huge negative correlation between that and grip and why there's a lot of uh, blisters, too. I was just going to say that the it's not just the fact that the seams being into the baseball would trajectory you know make them go out faster, but also if I'm a pitcher, I don't have I, I can't put enough on the I can't put as much on the ball. Exactly, and I've talked to a few major yeah. league baseball pitchers too, and they say it's like throwing a cue ball. Oh no! So it's really hard to get a, a good spin on it. Uh, you see more spin rate because once you get the ball going, it can really get going, and you'll yeah, see guys throw a lot harder too. So the velocity is going to be up naturally, but that nasty stuff you probably saw in the 90s and the 80s, yeah. like the, the devastating 12-6 curveballs, yeah, exactly. you're just not going to see those as often. It's a really a lot harder to get those going. Now, if they're throwing it harder in theory, then if you can hit the ball well, it'll go out faster too. Exactly. So okay. they're throwing it harder. Yeah. The material of the baseball is a lot better, and then on top of that, it could cut through the air a lot faster. Why don't they so, just throw a Super Bowl. Exactly. That'll so, make it easier. They're calling it the rabbit balls now. Ah. Because okay. it really just jumps off the bat. Boy, can you imagine? No wonder also then these poor fans that are getting hit in the. In the uh, exactly. You know, the so this fans. is where uh, it's very interesting because. They want to put up netting now on yeah. all these different. Uh, the Washington Nationals are are yep. doing it. The, mm-hmm. the White Sox are doing it. The Dodgers are doing it down all the way down the left field line. Yeah. And if you ever been to a game, don't worry that you can't really see the netting whatsoever. It doesn't really affect your view. Yeah, it's well, very nice now. The technology. It's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I was on a cruise ship uh, not too long ago, and. I, Many years ago, I remember one of the problems was these silly seagulls would ruin your time at, at you know sitting at the pool because they were just always looking for food. So this last couple of cruises I went on, I couldn't even notice the fact that they had like these fishing line 
going from the top all the way. Yeah, and, it's and it was, really well done now. Oh, it is incredible. And yeah. I look at it and I go, I don't know wonder I'm not seeing any seagulls. Because they, they look at it and they go, yeah, I'm going to get trapped in there if I try to go in between these little lines. So this is obviously a little bit thicker than that, i, I got to think. But, You'd be really surprised how thin it is now. It okay. really is almost that thin. But there's a correlation there between fans getting hurt in these super baseballs, which is very interesting. Yeah. So Major League Baseball might have a almost a lawsuit on their hands if they're not careful here. So Absolutely. they're treading the water very carefully with their verbiage and in response to this. And if it doesn't um, impede the view hardly at all, I mean, yeah, okay, it's going to cost a little bit of money, but it's not going to cost gazillions of dollars. Oh, no. Trust me. You, you yeah. won't even notice it as a fan. It's, it's basically not even there now. And how much does it cost to put up? Uh, I, mean, I don't know those numbers, but yeah. I would imagine they... Uh, I mean, $50,000, maybe? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't imagine it'd be that much. It's I, chump I, change. Don't, yeah, I, I don't know the exact dollar amount. You know, you put it on left field, put it in right field, yeah, get, get it done. So I, teased, so I teased earlier, okay, if you're a sports fan, you're going to listen to this. Yeah. And this is very, very interesting. So Rawlings makes these baseballs, and it just so happens that Major League Baseball very secretly bought out the company Rawlings. So Rawl- oh, ver- It's called vertical integration. Yes, yes vertical so integration. Right. There you go for your sports econ 101 <laughs> people, or just your regular econ 101 <laughs> yeah, people. That's right. So vertical integration, and they're in charge of the process of making baseball, but they have some very conflicting statements. I don't know if this is a little bit of smoke and mirrors kind of a thing going yeah. on here between Robert Manfred and Major League Baseball, and Rawlings like, hey, uh, you're going to take the bullet for us here, or we're going to act like we're, we're doing the right thing and Rawlings isn't, or wow. back and forth. So. Ever since they took over uh, Rawlings last year, these baseballs are super juiced. Not only are they juiced, they're super juiced. And the process is, uh, as Robert Manfred came out and said, as nothing significant has changed in the process. Nothing significant. It's very vague wording. Uh, yeah, this is, a, this yeah. is wording that you'd hear a CEO of Apple come out and say about yeah. product not or, or a lawyer. Yeah. Exactly. How do you define been, significant? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So... For all we know, the the air drying process, it's very minuscule step. Okay. But they know what they're doing. Robert, just be honest. Chicks dig the long ball, right? Is yeah. that what it what it's really all about? Exactly. Get get the uh, get the fans excited about. You know, listen, I rem- I I can actually remember in 1967 when you know, your your Stremski hit 303. If or maybe it was 68, he hit 303. He was the only major player to you know get enough bats in to, to hit over 300 and and it was because the the they everyone determined that the mound was ha- much too high mm-hmm. and so you know pitchers were, their ERAs were ridiculously low but for a fan it wasn't exciting baseball mm-hmm. you know seeing one to nothing to but not you know not not a no hitter you know you might get a hit here and there it just wasn't that exciting yeah, it's not exciting, but you think offense would be exciting? Well, this game has turned very two-dimensional, as a lot of other yeah. sports are too now, including basketball, basketball and the yeah. NFL. It's all about the three-point shot. It's all yep. about the long ball now, yeah. uh, the long catch and pass, I should say, in yeah. football. Yeah. But now baseball, it's, okay, I'm going to strike out or hit a home run. And it's really turned off fans to the game because it, yeah. it's just a, it's a two-dimensional game. And Good the point. NBA is trying to do everything they can to make sure this doesn't happen because they're seeing what baseball is doing wrong. Oh, but okay. this, I have this question for you, Edward. Yes. You have to imagine that the NBA and the NFL, too, have an invisible hand in the way that their basketballs or footballs are made to enhance the offense. Wow. Uh, like basketball being a little smaller so it fits into the hoop a little better? Yeah, or maybe the rims make it just a little bit bigger. 
Which, yeah. by the way, if you want to get go into rabbit hole online, yeah. there's some really uh, compelling evidence that in certain arenas they have bigger rims than others. Now, in theory, that'll help both sides, right? Because I mean, you in know, you, theory, you switch. yes. In theory, yes. But if I'm, uh, let's see, if I'm Steph Curry and I'm used to a specific way of how a hoop is, and I go to these bigger hoops or I go to a smaller hoop, even oh, yeah, smaller is going to be harder, sure. What, what if I'm a defensive-oriented team and I change out the hoop? And I, I, I know it's yeah. going to be smaller, and I know that a three-point shooting team like the Golden State Warriors really has to buckle down and try to hit it. These are the little uh, games inside of the games that people don't really notice. That's a, you know, that's a really good point because if, you're, if you have a smaller rim, I mean, if you're going to be right there in the paint, it's not going to make as much of a difference. Exactly, that's exactly. Boy, has anyone actually, like, measured the different rims? Well, they've tried to online. Which is all you need to know online. It's a big conspiracy theory. So I don't think nobody would let you in the NBA actually go measure those rims if you were to do it yourself. Because you'd have to have on-floor access before a game, all that different stuff. Uh, Getting to the NFL, though, too, what if they wanted uh, more passing, uh, more offense in the game? Which they do. We know this because they're protecting the quarterback more than ever. And the the pass pass interference interference rule. Yeah. Uh, what if they doctored up the football to make it just a little bit more smoother with the leather like baseball did, and it could cut through the air a little bit better? Uh, be a little harder for the quarterback to throw, and uh, it'd be a little harder for the receiver to catch, though, wouldn't it? Exactly, but they can really mess with the technology and put out a prototype out there. And in fact, in this article too, by Dr. Meredith Wills, she talks about how Rawlings is coming out with a prototype baseball for next spring training that is tactable, which means you could grip it without putting Mississippi mud on it. Which is the first time okay. that will ever happen in Major League Baseball. Wow. And if you know about the deep history of that. Yeah, see, that's the thing. is Baseball, I, I, although the game, quote, hasn't changed that much in 100-plus years. It has. In, in, in some respects, it has. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, at one point, up to even nine balls made a, made a, a walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, like, ridiculous. So, you know, they, they talk about the dead ball era, you know, in the, in the early 1900s. They used the same ball for, like, 15 different, like, Sometimes they use the same ball for two different games. Yeah, exactly. It's so, ridiculous. Yeah. So, you you know, you, it's hard to, to compare the statistics per mm-hmm. se. You can still, I think, fairly uh, compare wins and losses because your team has the same advantage or disadvantage. You know, so, so that's not it. To me, it's more a matter of, uh, you know, maybe the ERA specifically or, or, your, or your batting. You mm-hmm. know, and so, uh, yeah. but I, I'm trying to remember when it got a uh, little bit more specific you know where, where, where it was all the same it wasn't the dead ball I'm trying to remember when it ended like 1918 or something like that I think the dead ball era really ended in the 70s when they really changed the baseballs to Rawlings in, in the so 1970s yeah, I think it went from the I think it went from Spalding to Rollins. Well, I'm, I'm actually thinking about what they oh. technically call the dead ball. Oh, I yes, mean, I'm talking yes. about like you know back to Mordecai Brown, yeah. three, three finger Brown in the 1918 or yeah. 12. Well, I mean, there's a specific era they call dead ball era, and I yes. tr- it ended in like maybe 1918, 19, whatever. Yeah. But but yeah, no, definitely uh, in the 80s they talked about it being juice, but then you also had steroids, <laughs> exactly. which also helped too. That leaked so. into the 90s. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right, we're going to go to our third and final trivia question here. This is kind of an kind of an interesting, fun one, and it's, I think it's one you either you know or you don't know. So if if I stump you, don't be embarrassed on this one. Which major league player retired with the same number of home runs as his father? Both so basically, both father and son 
uh, ended their careers with exactly the same number of home runs. I don't think they purposely did it. I think it just is, is, is a coinkydink, as they say. All right. And uh, when we come back, if you don't know the answer, first I will give you the number of home runs. And then I'll just keep giving you hints until you get it. All right. All right. Uh, email Edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to this question What major league baseball player retired with the same number of home runs as his father? Stay with us, Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. 
Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. Filling in for two guys, Vern and Bruce, doing an excellent job. Thank you very much. Thanks again for doing all this great research. Good stuff. No, thank you for having me. Oh, it's been my pleasure. We're definitely going to be having you on a lot. Okay, here we go. What Major League Baseball player retired with the same number of home runs as his father? Not me, because I never played Major League Baseball, and my dad did. Okay. So I'm going to say not me. Okay, not you. Answer. That's the right answer, not me. Yeah, no. um, okay, uh, I don't know if this will help you. 319 home runs. Ooh, Still uh, pretty tough. Prince Fielder and Sosa yes! Fielder. Very good. We'll give you credit for that. You got it on the second guess. First guess was not me. Second <laughs> guess was that. I like that. But that's pretty good. I mean, trying to think of how many. Okay, you got Barry and Bobby Bonds, but they obviously hit a lot more. A little more. different, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. obviously hit a little more than 319 home yeah. runs. I think Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to hit a little bit more than his dad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So you have, to, you have to go back in time and go, okay, how many fathers and sons play? And then we'll know? see about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yeah. And Vladimir Guerrero. That's right. How, uh, how many did dad have? I think he had, I'm not well, sure. I would say yeah, maybe right. around 400, 500 if I had to guess. Yeah, he was, he was a... He was a star in his own right. He was. Okay. So um, we're going to go, but believe it or not, we got to cut out for today. It went pretty fast. Good job. Okay. Here's our thoughts for the day. J.J. Watts said, success isn't owned, it's leased, and rent is due every day. That's a good point. And uh, another, now he didn't say this, but uh, someone famous also said this one, talent wins games, but teamwork wins championships. Boy, tell that to the uh, Warriors, right? And, and also uh, the uh, Raptors. Yes. Came, although Kawhi Leonard was the man, uh, you know, he wasn't the only one. No, he wasn't. No, they had the definitely good some stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Fans and listeners, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We're also going to be asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. So long.